Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about yielding to the anointing. So this month in September of 2022, our focus is on financial stewardship, on managing and multiplying everything that God has entrusted to us. And one of the concepts I feel like is very important. I woke up this morning, I just had this phrase going through my mind immediately when I woke up. I feel like God's trying to show us something about this, which is yield to the anointing. Yield to the anointing of wealth for wealth. Yield to the anointing of wealth. And so this concept is actually in my book, Seven Days with Jesus. So I wrote Seven Days with Jesus back in the year, uh, right around 2013 and 14, and had a time where I was just reading my Bible, and the word yield kept jumping off the page at me. The word yield, talking about how by the yield of our lips, we are satisfied. I just keep seeing this word yield popping off the page at me everywhere. And then the very next morning, listening to a sermon and a pastor says, you need to yield to the anointing of wealth. I started thinking about this. All right, how do I yield to this? And I was just thinking about this because my daughter was, what reminded me of this is my daughter was doing some homework. And she was fighting it. She did not want to do the homework. She did not want to sit still. She was fighting the homework, didn't want to do it, making it very difficult. She has the ability and the equipping and the knowledge and the intelligence to do the homework and get it done in just a couple minutes. But she was just unwilling. She refused to yield to it and to do the work. And so one of the concepts I feel like God has shown me about this concept of yielding to the anointing is the concept of just a very small little child trying to put sunscreen or lotion on a little child and they're squirming around, they're moving around everywhere, they won't be still. God has an anointing for wealth. I know not everybody believes this, but I know it to be true. He has an anointing for wealth. He's going to give you creative ideas. He's going to give you opportunities. He's going to give you insight and all these things to create wealth. In Deuteronomy, he says he's given you the power to create wealth, to confirm his covenant with you. But we have to yield to that anointing. we got to believe in it. we got to allow it to do the work. And then he's going to create these opportunities. But we've got to be willing to do the work. We've got to be still and know that he's God. Be willing to do the work together with him. And it's not us doing the work. It's him doing the work through us. But we've got to be willing to show up. We've got to be willing to put in the work. Stop resisting it. We have to yield to this anointing. We've got to stop toiling away, trying to figure out how to make money. We've got to learn to rest and to trust in him, to follow his leading, to do the work that he's called us to do, to yield to that anointing for wealth. Now, some of you might be asking, why are we taking communion every day? Well, about 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. And one day, a, a challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day just changed the course of my life. Proverbs 13, 22 seemed to jump off the page of me. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and systems for all the different areas of life. I began to seek after God because I didn't know where to start. He began to teach me a whole new way to live, completely different way to operate my life. And it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. But out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, 
I do believe daily communion is the most important thing. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. Just an opportunity, taking a couple minutes to remember him, that he's with us, he's for us, he's working for our good. To remember his sacrifice. What he went through to connect us back to God. But it's also important we take it the right way. Every time we take communion, we take it with the fear of the Lord, with deep honor and awe and reverence for his sacrifice and all that we went through, all that he went through. And so the process we typically use, we start with about a two-minute long prayer that's mostly scripture. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. And then after our time of communion, we talk about some practical physical fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. Let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them and our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from the darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless us. And make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive all that you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Keep your hand, or Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? And how are we going to do that? We're going to get connected to the master. And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's where we talk about executing our four fundamentals and bringing some fun and some presence into them today. But before we go through the fundamentals, let's remember God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and some stages along the way. It didn't all just happen in one day. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that he has for us in Christ, I think there are some steps and stages along the way. And very simply, it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Learning to put off our old ways and to walk out this new way of living. Walking in faith and trust and love and forgiveness and humility. And allowing his beautiful plan to unfold in our lives. So our first fundamental. 
Let's get positioned in the light today. When we're in the light, we're walking in faith. We're walking in love. We're walking in humility and forgiveness. And the shortcut to all of this that I found is simply to be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstances. When you're positioned in thanksgiving, you're more than likely walking in the light. And stepping into the light, walking in the light, that's a big deal. Because in the light, God has given us access to everything that he has in Christ. His spirit and power and love and peace and joy, mind and wisdom, time, resources, finances. It's all available in the light. But first, we've got to get it positioned. We've got to walk in it just by being thankful. One of the greatest expressions of faith. And then our second fundamental is to magnify the light. We're going to turn up the brightness of this light within us. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all these good things through us. To magnify the light. And imagine the example of two baskets. One basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. The other basket full of our praises to God. Which basket are we going to put our focus on? To magnify the light. We can magnify that basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. Praising him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. And just filling up that basket of praise, even in the face of problems. Now, we also got to get really good at recognizing the symptoms. Because wherever we're positioned, whatever we're magnifying, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. When we're out of position or magnifying the wrong things, we might find ourselves snapping at people or retaliating at people, withholding good things that we know to do, giving people the silent treatment. And on the inside, you'll have the heaviness and the weight and the pressure, the fear and stress and worry. But when we take our position in the light, there's rest in our soul, there's fullness and completion in him. And when we rest, God goes to work and all those good things begin to flow. Everything is free and easy and effortless because he's doing the work. That's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms and turn the tables around. Turn back around quickly if we ever get off track. How do we do it? We just start with recognizing the symptoms and then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I'm off track right now. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. We walk in forgiveness with other people. And then we just start praising and magnifying him. Get right back into the light again. And then our third fundamental, we've got to stay tuned into him today. Every day he's trying to teach us and train us, but we've got to stay tuned into him. My favorite way to do this is with a journal before bed. And I like to start with some filters at the top. These are just short phrases that I keep rewriting every night to keep things top of mind, help me stay in rhythm with God. I like to start with the big picture vision at the top. Where do I feel like God's leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I like to bring it down into this year. What's the word God gave me for this year? For me personally, this year is 2022, the year of the beautiful land. And then I want to bring it down into this month. This month, we're focused on financial stewardship. So I just keep rewriting that phrase over and over again. And right now in the yearly cycle, I bring it down into this week. In the yearly cycle, we are in what's called the 40 days of Teshuvah, a time of repentance, a time of making adjustments, but also a time of Miraculous answers to prayer. And this is a time of year to remember. What do you know to do? What adjustments do you know to make? So I start with these filters at the top. And then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify. What went well today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and whatever comes into my mind, just begin to write those things down. 
And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into the day. That's where I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? And that becomes the plan for the day. Not the things you're unsure of, not the things you're uncertain of. What do you know to do today? Is there anything you've been procrastinating on? That becomes the plan for the day. And then we get the day started right. We wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day. And we remember this very important principle that the first words out of our mouth set the tone for the whole day. And I feel like this is something we can imitate God in. By looking at the very first words we see God speak in the Bible. Let there be light. And so now those are the very first words out of my mouth in the morning. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan in full confidence in him. That he's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. He begins to beautify our lives. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our lives. Let's talk about yielding to the anointing for wealth. He's got an anointing for this. It's an empowering. It's an equipping. We've got to learn to get still and to rest in it, to trust in it, to stop toiling away, trying to, to fight it. He's got an anointing for it. But it's going to require also doing the work. To yield to him and allow him to do that work through us. He's got good ideas. He's got opportunities. But it's going to require some work. And we've got to yield to that anointing that he has. This is part of the stewardship. He's got a plan and a purpose for our finances, for our lives, for our finances. We've got to yield to it. So, Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today to help us to understand how to do this, to show us all that you've made available to us in Christ. I know not everybody believes this, but we're asking for just enlightenment to show us what you've made available to us and to help us yield to this anointing for wealth that you've given us. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember, God sent us his one and only son. He poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He made peace with us through his body. He reconciled us to himself. We'd all turned astray. We'd all missed it. He laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He became poor so that we could become rich. He's given us this anointing for wealth. He's made us right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And one of the most important things we've talked about when taking communion is that when we truly take communion in faith, there should be this amazing sense of peace that comes right along with it. Faith and peace go together. And we're truly believing. We're truly trusting. We're believing in him. There should be an amazing sense of peace that comes along with that. Just take a moment to feel that peace flowing through your body right now. Father, we thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread.
Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for money. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us this new covenant with God. Makes us new, gives us a fresh start today. And that's something to rejoice about. When we take the juice, we should be taking it with joy, the joy of the Lord that is our strength. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. We've got God with us. A reminder of that today. We've got God with us. Take him with you into the day today. Bring that joy of the Lord that is your strength into the day today. So, Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right. Health and fitness. Just like there's an anointing for wealth, I believe there's also an anointing for health. But you have to yield to it. God's got some good work he wants to do through your health and in your body. But we have to learn how to yield to him and allow him to do the work. Because when we're doing the work on our own, we squeeze him out. When we're toiling away, trying to figure it out, trying to force it to happen, we squeeze him out. We have to learn how to yield to this anointing for health. So Heavenly Father, we're also asking for your help today. Just to teach us how to yield to your anointing and all of the facets of it. In Jesus' name. hope it's been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.